Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Are you ready for the Thursday night drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. Yeah, a very special edition of Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive right here on ESPN Madison. We're hanging out at Gilda's Club, the Backyard Barbecue, the 2022 rendition of that here in Middleton. I'm Alex Strofe hanging out alongside two legends, Rose Bowl champions, NFL vets. Wait, this is not Jim Rutledge. What's going no, on No, I got here? a lot prettier, didn't I? Wow, a lot prettier. A lot happier. Yeah, after that. <laughs> Well, Bears fandom is a little miserable, guys. Like, got to cut them some slack The fellowship there. of the miserable. The fellowship. The, bear, the Bears. Well, you know, Mina Kimes is at the top of his, <laughs> you know, he, he no longer respects list. Oh, really? Why is this? Well, you know, she came out and said that uh, she believes the Packers could be a number two defense. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not going to make Jim Rutledge happy. Oh, no, we talked about it yesterday. An already disgruntled yeah. man. And already just, he likes to call himself judgmental Jim these days. It's a fitting Fair nickname. Fair enough. I realize we lost Devontae Adams, but when you upgrade your defense the way they did, to Derek's point, you've got, I think we potentially have something special because the defense did not play bad, but they never really won the game. They never really made the difference, in my opinion. Yeah. At least I'm trying to think back to certain games where they would just, you know, boom. Conversely, they put their quarterback in a position to win games, in particular in a very important game, and didn't get it done. So I would I would argue that I mean they they were what like uh, top ten in total yardage defense yeah I think thirteenth or something in points allowed fourteenth uh, I believe 14th. it was yeah so so you look at and that's with no Jair who's yep. now Fair I enough. mean he, he, arguably he's top three corner in the league yeah yeah um, you get another year of development of Stokes you 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 saw a very good portion of Rasul Douglas I don't know that he'll be able to repeat what he did a year ago Tark Tark might become a believer. And Rashawn Gary this year. Are you not around to him yet? I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned that he is a contract guy. He just plays up. To, he wants to get. He, he shows up at certain times, but then he'll make a mistake. That well, where's he at in his contract? He well, needs. He wants it. a new one. And yeah, he was at. Go. He was one of the few veterans at OTAs this week. Actually, Hunter back in the studio running the show. We have a, about a 12 second clip I'd like to play for Tarek. Because this is Rashawn Gary explaining why he's at OTAs, and it has me ready to run through a brick wall like you uh, uh, in the 90s on the Badgers. Oh, wait, doesn't he have to be? Yes. 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 Yeah. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. The veterans didn't have to be there this week. He no. was one of the, he was, was he was, the, he was the most veteran player there that wasn't that okay. is an, a home I, run. I, I thought he was the only starter. A lot there. of it had to do with individual contracts, but I, I might be wrong on that. Uh, you might be. Okay. Uh, I, I could be too. But Rash- I heard Jason Willie talking about that. I would day. trust his word over mine. Yeah. Okay. I would trust his word over mine. Uh, but nonetheless, Rashawn Gary on why he was at OTAs. Just the standard um, and everything that we do as a Green Bay Packer, you got to realize we wear this helmet for the players before us. It's a historical organization, and I want the players to know that because I had to grow respect and do my history on Green Bay, and I feel like the more history and the more you dig into it, the more that you have respect for this team and organization, the harder that you'll play for them. So that's Rashawn Gary and why he was at OTAs. I saw Tarek shaking his head a little bit. You don't well, like I that? Know, I, I love it. 
But I, is it is it sincere? Is it is it real? Is he going to follow through on what he's saying? Because if he does, he has all the ability in the world. He showed that he could do it. It's just I'm I'm thinking back to the NFC Championships games. Wow, a little windy at Gilda's Club. Yeah, I'm thinking back to certain plays where I felt like, <laughs> you know, especially against the run, he's taking plays off. But hey, we're we're open to watching him flourish, right? We want to see him, you know, earn that contract, and you know, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's maturing, and that's what happens when you mature. You realize what you have. You go, you you fulfill all your potential. You get paid, and then you're then we'll see. You know, he he could be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's just a matter of what he wants to do. So, Tark, let me ask you this then, and Derek, I'd like to get your answer on this as well. But who who who? who individually on the Packers defense, do you believe has the most to prove in 2022? It seems like you're leaning Rashawn Gary's way. Yeah. But you, for you would sure, say it's him? I, th- I think he, he could take over the game. Right. And now that you have these the, the young The NBA Finals continue on ESPN Radio. With the Warriors up three games to two, the series returns to Boston with the Celtics face a must-win game six. Coverage begins tonight at 8 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Indeed. We are back from Gilda's Club dealing with some weather issues. We need to weigh down this tablecloth because it's blowing stuff ever. There we go. Hey, Tarek Sala just curling a chair and putting it right on that's there. That's my man. Now he's so, using that big brain of his. Continue. So back with Shard Gary. Like he, he's going to have opportunities with these young guys in there that's going to draw a lot of attention that he's going to have even more opportunity. So he's got to go do it. He's got to be disciplined. If he does that, he deserves to get paid. And then we could, hey, then you, you live it every day from there on out. He's so young that he could be a Hall of Famer, but it's just a matter of what he wants to do. You know, to me, it's more uh, the guy that just got paid, and that was always the thing in the NFL. You could always, you know, and Tark, you know this, you could turn on the film and you could go, you'd always, we'd always have kind of a gambling game who, who's in their, in their contract here when we were watching, because you can kind of tell. And you can also tell who, you know, guys that got paid. Now, that's not everyone. That's a blanket statement, mm-hmm. right? But a lot of guys that get paid, uh, more more in the trenches, uh, D-line in particular might shut it down or, or not. You don't see the same effort and energy. Um, you know, Jair, to me, I mean, he just he's the highest paid corner. I mean, that, you got you got to play like that. So I think the pressure is all on Jair Alexander. And, and, and for Packer Nation, you know, we just all hope and pray he stays healthy throughout the year, among other players as well. I, I think the health aspect of that is very important, but yeah. also obviously him getting paid this offseason, the big factor in that. I think both of those answers are acceptable. Now, I don't know if it's unfair to say, but I think with the two answers you guys took off the board, I might go Kenny Clark, right? I think the, the gripe by fans uh, on the defensive line for Green Bay is that they haven't had somebody to pair next to. Kenny Clark. They go get a guy in the draft. They they should sign Reed in the offseason who's going to provide depth. I, I would like to see him have a big year, but I think I think the two guys you named, Rasul Douglas as well is another name that comes to mind, right? They bring him back. He'll likely be cornerback number two across from Jair. I think those are – there's several names that have a lot I, to prove. I don't know where Kenny Clark lies in his contract, but that guy has earned every dollar from the start. I agree. Finish, and I can't believe he's, he's a Pac-12 UCLA guy because we, we always discount Derek and I. I, I, I <laughs> fair to say? Yeah. Wait, you know, there's, there's, they're not a, they don't seem to be a very tough conference. They, they finish like fourth every year 
to, to. I think part of it is we, you know, the Badgers beat their ass twice in the Rose Bowl, so you know, that has something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So I mean, the fact that he's playing at a level that he does every day and day, day in and day out, and they put the Georgia kid next to him, really exciting there, and that's another reason why I'm excited for this team. It'll be good to see. Yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement. I, you know, I, I got, I'm laser focused on the trenches, and I watch him. And, I, I mean, he's there's constant, constant, for good reason, double teams that he takes on and doesn't give an inch. And a lot of times he wins the battle. He's splitting double teams. You know, and second effort on pass rush moves. That's, that's, that's a true testament to a D lineman, especially a big boy in the middle. Yeah. I mean, the zero technique, you know, or, or, or inside, you know. I mean, that's, that's special. So part of my... The theory here. Oh, here we when, go. When we lost Devontae, right? I'm, I'm sitting and looking at all the guys, and, I, and I'm thinking, Richard, like, Richard Gary, like, we could we could trade him, pick up a tight end and a receiver, um, or more talent, but, you know, obviously he's the darling of Gutekunst, which I, I give Gutekunst all the yeah. leeway. He did a great job in the draft. I'm not begrudging him. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that I saw Gary be lazy in certain points of NFC Championship games, multiple that I, I was, I, I'm willing, I was willing to trade him. Now, we haven't done that. We're not going to do it. So we go half glass, let's watch him. And then maybe maybe he he fulfills his potential, and then we're just dominating. Well, not only that, Tark, I mean, we just drafted, you know, in the first round, a guy that's going to be uh, putting pressure on him, too. I, exactly. So now it would be great to have two werewolves on both sides that are coming. <laughs> but if, 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 if the one chooses not to, to be the guy we think he is, then you move him, and then you got the, the Georgia kid comes right in there. Yep. And we, but you got to trade him when you get some value for him. That's right? that's a really interesting theory. Now I, we're just we're just only a foot into the I think what we could go ten feet deep on, and that's your feelings on Rashawn Gary. I've always been fascinated by them. I'm, You've stuck to your guns there for the last several years. I think it's fascinating. I'm uh, getting older now too. I don't want Rashawn to get too mad at me that he comes chase chasing me down, but he, I don't think he's listening. But anyway, no, uh, he, no, he is very dedicated listener yeah. to Thursday Night Drive, as we know all of Madison <laughs> he's stream, is. He's streaming. Yeah, yeah well, Tarek Sala, Derek Engler, two legends. How could you not I, listen to him? Why would you miss? Why, why would you miss, would you miss it? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. We're live at Gilda's Club in Middleton for the 2022 Backyard Barbecue. People starting to fill in the band playing beautiful weather Rutledge signing autographs over here yeah I see Rutledge has made an appearance he changed from what he was he, wearing about an hour ago just for the record so what a diva he is but uh oh my good to see Lord. good good to see he joined the party dude he thinks he's a curling Olympian I think you know so yeah I think Matt Hamilton like, he has to realize Matt actually was a was a curling athlete not him okay right I mean come on right I I, I don't think he uh I don't I think he He's too good for. He thinks he's too good for you guys now. I, I think know, is what I, I, I'm, that, I'm taking away from from we're him. Used to it, he's standing right there, and he said he couldn't do the show tonight, so they slotted me in. Not that I would ever say no to chat with with two legends like you guys, but uh, uh, Mr. Fake Tough Guy Jim Rutledge uh, <laughs> has has made an appearance here at Gilda's we, Club. Yeah, yeah, we still get a text to come, quote unquote, join him next door at Roos early before Gilda's. You know, with one of his clients, oh. Scott Chalmers. You know. Uh, you know, I mean, that's the typical Rutledge way. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. But, hey, no poo-poo in the Packers. Tarek's going to do all of that for us tonight as we continue to talk hey, Rashawn Dar- Gary I'm and bullish. Packers defense. I'm all f- half glass full of the Packers. Just Rashard Gary. I got a little bit of – I love that you keep calling him Rashard. Rashard. Yeah. I love that. Rashawn? Rashawn. There you go. There you, there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're close enough. We know who you're talking about. My, 
Richard Griffith. That's what I think of. Jamarcus Finley. Yeah. Jamarcus. Was that one he did too? Oh, okay. Listen, my name has been, you know, Barry. What's the worst worst mispronunciation of your name you've had? I don't know. Like Torek. Torek. Torek? Yeah, Torek. Tark. Saleh. Yeah, Tariq Saleh. Like <laughs> uh, and I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, whatever. So just like if I'm screwing it up, I, you know, hey, I, I've got a few mulligans. So. Yeah, we all do in the tank, uh, especially if we're having fun like we here are, 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 we are at Gilda's Club here in Middleton. You know, how uh, great is it to be Tariq back out here, you know, the backyard yeah. barbecue? Um, obviously, we, they haven't had it the last two years. Well, and and it's uh, this is, we've been doing this for a long time out here. And uh, it, it just is such a good cause. Yeah, such three, a good cause. three years ago was our last Gilda's Club, I think. And, yeah, 2019. And it's, a, it's a shame. I mean, what Gilda's does for, you know, families of, of patients of, of cancer, yeah. you know, it's like. It's, an, it's, it's, a, it's just an unbelievable facility. Uh, it is about as comfortable as you can make it for families, like Tark was talking about. And uh, they raise a lot of money at this event, and I'm so happy to see it going on. Yeah, their mission, simply put, is no one faces cancer alone, and that's what they're here to do. Gilda's Club dedicated to ensuring that all people impacted by cancer are empowered by knowledge, strengthened by action, and sustained by the community. We work toward that mission by providing free emotional support, cancer education, and hope to children and adults living with any kind of cancer and those who care for them. So we're hanging out here, uh, as they mentioned great cause uh, but we're going to continue to talk sports because i'm sure we'll have another disagreement on the other side i want to talk about the packers wide receiver core because tari kept bringing up the loss of Devonte adams so i want to pick the guy's brain on that we'll do it next it's metro kia's thursday night drive here on espn madison this weekend on espn radio your don alvarez and the al west leading houston astros welcome the chicago white Sox. coverage begins saturday at 3 30 eastern and sunday at 6 eastern on espn radio Presented by Progressive Insurance. Special edition of Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on your Thursday night. We're live from Gilda's Club in Middleton celebrating the 2022 Backyard Bash. The first time since 2019 this event is back live and in person. Tarek and Derek, veterans of this event, they're so happy to be back. We're enjoying a couple drinks, hanging out, and raising money for a wonderful cause. So uh, make sure you visit Gilda Club's website, find out all that they're about, their mission, to make sure nobody fights cancer Alone. Well, guys, I want to continue our chat with the uh, with the Green Bay Packers. Alex Strove, Tarek Salah, Derek Angler with you. Uh, and I want to flip to the offense. We talk, had a great conversation about the defense with Sean Gary, Jair Alexander last segment. I want to dive into the wide receiver core because it's uh, I'm still very unsettled. As a, as a Green Bay native, a diehard Packers fan, I'm still very nervous about what this group is going to look like. I have faith in Alan Lazard. I just don't know if I have faith in him as a number one guy. I have faith in Christian Watson. I just don't know if I have faith in him in year one, right? So I understand the draft pick. I just don't – what do you think is a fair expectation for him, Dan? I heard, I heard um, you know, Mina Kimes on, on um, you know, Scalzo and Brust, and, and that was great 
great interview. And, and um, you know, when they got to the offensive side of the ball, and I, don't, I don't remember if it was Scals or Russ that brought up the receiving core. Um, but she said she spent some time watching film uh, when they talked about the draft and how you grade it. And it did surprise her. But she also said, you know, there was probably like five receivers, you know, that are in that first round caliber. And then there's kind of a drop off, right, uh, for the most part. And so a lot of GMs are going to be like, okay, what, what are you going to pay up? And, 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 and they did it. And, and she said she watched film and games on, yeah. on uh, Watson. And she was impressed but very raw, right? And a rookie that's got a lot of talent, you better have a good coach, and you better do the learning curves really quick. Um, it's really tough at the receiver position to break through. You don't see too many unicorns like, um, you know, our guy uh, down in uh, Dallas, I think it was. or uh, C.D. Lamb was yeah, down in Dallas. Yeah. You got Jamar Chase, Jamar in, Chase in, Cincinnati, in Cincinnati, Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. Yeah, those three are unicorns, right? Right. Uh, that's not what's going to happen here. I don't um, think so. I'm, I, I I'm really don't. But um, I, I would say this. I would say that from what I understand in OTAs, the, the kid from Nevada. Yeah, Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. Yep. Impressed some people. So if you, if you have guys that fill in spots, you have a leader like Alan Lazard. I still don't think he's not a number one. I mean, I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't hear anything about Sammy Watkins. I'll get to that in a second, but I want to get Tarek's take first. I just think the half-glass full look at this is that potentially, I know I just get for this, but, like, was Aaron relying so much on Devontae that maybe at the, in the NFC Championship game that it be, was he forcing that and not spreading the ball around enough? And so collectively he's going to have to get it done. He realizes that now. And you, you've got enough guys now out there, including – you know, even Degora played better at tight end. I know it's not yeah. a receiver, but he is a well, I know catching the ball. Right. He's going to be pass catcher. And then, you know, I, I'm going to slip into our running back situation. Here we go. With, with what I love is I think A.J. Dillon's ready to take that next step to be a, a beast. So back to receivers, I think Aaron Jones could be more di- dynamic into the mix. So you get him out there. He's a guy we've seen when people have gotten hurt. He stepped up and done some things. I think he could be really – he could be – that slot guy. Let's say we go into the season as is. Lazard won. Um, Who would your rookie be, too? Uh, probably Watkins. Sammy. Maybe Cabo, right? Randall Cobb, maybe. Well, good Lord. Randall right. I mean, it's, they're not super deep. Yes, he is. Yeah. So, so let, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm that, good with that. You're good with that. Yeah, right. I'm I mean, not. With those, but with those guys, with those four guys, I think we, I think we've got we got a, a lot of options. No, okay. Well, I'm not either, and I could, I can see this play out where Aaron Rodgers so frustrated, and then we see the old persona come out, and then it ain't good. It, I don't. No, I mean, you it, certainly can see that, but I, I just think there's enough. There's like five six receivers that are number threes or twos. Yeah. That know what to do, know where to go. Okay. Well. You know, maybe maybe he um, did some uh, went did some type of uh, Zen retreat with TB12 and asked him when he didn't have any receivers. <laughs> you know how he did it. Well, he's done it. Yeah, I many know times. That, so many go. times. Yeah. That's time. So maybe they went and did their nature now, hike. And, and there, uh, there are bigger questions here if we, if we want to keep going. Yeah, into go ahead. This. But um, you know, when you're you're talking about that offensive line, right? And, and, and also, Tanya. scary. Okay, where's Tanya at right now? He's not going to be ready for week one. Okay, so there's a big problem. Okay, Probably not till 
week six or seven okay. if we're getting lucky. Second half, uh, middle of the season. And where's our guy Bakhtiari at? Uh, that's the biggest question mark in Green no, Bay. That right is now. that is the that it's is very the scary. Part. It's I, been eighteen months. If you have Bakhtiari, I don't care. I mean, whatever set of receivers you, I think. Aaron will work through that, but if he doesn't have his left tackle. Well, you're also missing Elton Jenkins, by the way, for a portion of the season as well because he had an ACL tear. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of question marks on that O-line, but way I want to go back to, to Sammy Watkins. Sad event. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no kidding. This is my fault. Uh, we're not going to let that well, discourage us Let's laugh a little bit because I laughed at Sammy Watkins' comments. I don't know that we have the audio, but I'll, I'll paraphrase what he said essentially when he was at OTAs a couple weeks back. He said that uh, until the Packers called, he was sitting on his couch getting fat. Those were his words, getting fat, until they called. And then he didn't show up for the voluntary portion of OTAs and did not come until he was required. Does that sit okay with you guys? I know OTAs were treated a bit differently when you guys were in the league, right? All the veterans went to the voluntary portions. Yeah, my, my if, if if the other veterans aren't going, Sammy may not go. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying that's justified, but... Potentially, he, he wants to be around when the whole team's there. I get that, but don't you have an issue with a guy who said who came out straight up and said, Tarek, I was sitting around getting fat. And, and the, the way the contract's structured, he might not even make it. Like, there is no big loss for the Packers if he doesn't make the 53. So, I, I actually, I'm not, I won't be surprised if he doesn't. I won't either. I won't either. I, 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 I take the back. I'd be a little taken aback just because of the lack of depth there, right? You can't count on three rookie wide not, receivers. Yeah, but I'm not. Ahead of Sammy. To your point, I'm not sure is the want to really there. It has the want to really ever been there because you've been a letdown since you've been drafted. Yeah, he had he had one year in Buffalo. Uh, he had he had some shine in Kansas City when he was playing with another great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. But what can he be in Green Bay? Is this going to be another Devin Funchess? Who, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this this week signed by the Detroit Lions. Moved to tight end, Devin Funchess. The, no uh, the failure that was, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Move, wow. Moves positions, Tim Tebow Survive. style. Survive and move on. Yeah, I guess so. We'll see if he makes the roster in, in Detroit. Those checks, Devin. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing <laughs> how that kinda, works. I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of that because he's not living up to his potential. But right. same, God same bless deal. him for staying I was, alive. I was surprised, and, and, and to Targ's point, is concerned, you know, a little bit about the offensive line with the injuries. Uh, Mina Kimes make, making the statement that it's one of the best on lines in, in the league. Um, if healthy. She didn't say that. Yeah, well. And so I was a little surprised because there should be some a little more digging into where is 6'9". Where is he at? Like, I, nobody knows. That was when he didn't show up in the NFC Championship game, right? It's fair. We didn't, you know, that, that was a big red flag for me i was because there was there's more behind that because we, we we thought there was a whatever minor issue that he was going to play through we saw him i think the week before or two you know Detroit last game of the season yeah um we saw him for about i think it was 18 snaps was yeah. all and then he didn't play in the playoff game against san francisco but that yeah that, that signals yeah. huge red flag. Um, and then in OTAs, which could be precautionary, could not be, not a lot of details given out. He, uh, he was, he was dude, in the rehab man. group. He's a dude, I mean, he's a potential Hall of Famer if he played the next five years. Uh, to, to what he was prior to the ACL injury, of course. I totally yeah. agree. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm feeling a little bit more pessimistic than optimistic when it comes to David Bakhtiari, which is concerning because, to your point, Tarek, the guy was the best left tackle in football, and it's not easy to be the le- best left tackle in football for several years. Yeah. Well, he crushes I, I beers. Would, He'll would, always I, be a Hall of Famer. True that. True I would that. say probably he's in the top three. I don't know if I'd put him as the best. I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't say now, Derek. I would say well, three even, years he, ago. Uh, even then, I'd put Tyron Smith over him. Okay. 
in Dallas. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of other guys, but I think Baselli's better than him. I think. Uh, well, no, no, the active guys. We're not going oh, to our. Right? Oh. <laughs> Are you just in the league right now? Yes. Yeah. Jonathan Ogden was a hell of a player. Yeah, Ogden was pretty damn good. I, there's an army of, of left tackles. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I digress. But uh, but they do have. Um, I do like a lot of the other guys. I really do. Yeah. Up, up front. Well, let's so, talk about Cole Van Lannan. I mean, he's he's fighting for a for a starting spot. Wisconsin guy. Obviously, we're all rooting for him. You're shaking your head over there. No, Tom. no, I'm just like amazed. More in the amazement, like he's. I look at the guys out in the, in the you know, Havenstein and, and yeah, like Haven Stein, Edwards. Yeah, There's three of those guys with Los Angeles I mean, now, right? Unbelievable. David Edwards. The, the excitement. So I, as I know Cole may not be in there, you know, talent-wise. Right. Maybe, maybe he is. I don't know. Derek would, can tell you more. But it, I'm not going to doubt any Badger O-Lyman. Uh, yeah, good move, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the probability is good. Um, you know, I, I, I just – I think the other guy, uh, Yaiman – yeah, Yash. Uh, yeah, Yash. Yash Yaiman. Yeah, you got it. You got okay. it. You nailed it, Derek. Nicely uh, done. Rashard Gary. Yeah, Derek's yeah. <laughs> great. Derek, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I am too, Derek. I, I, I really like, and, and I'm talking, you know, I, I talk to guys like um, Frank Winters and Mark yeah. Tauscher and guys like that, and they, they're all uh, very impressed with him. Um, the, the so, key, Derek, I got a question on, on Yash, right, before you go. Yeah. Like, like, he's in, what, second and third year of his contract, maybe? We don't really know. I think he'll be in his third. Okay. Third, I think. But yeah. I'm sitting there like, dude, the guy's awesome. So He's awesome. instead of giving him like, you know, a, a $50 million deal, guarantee him $25, $30 million, why don't you guarantee him $10 million? Because you know. You know he's a, he's a dude. Lock him up for four more years. And why wouldn't you take that? Would you would you, you take 10 Oof, instead of 20, I don't 30, know about that. Uh, I think A, it's early. But, but he's, yeah. proven, he's proven he, he's diverse, right? He, like, he can play any position on the line. And I know you don't want to give up cap room that you right. have and you get well, all that. Well, very little they but, have, but, but, but yes. like, I, I wonder what that strategy is as a GM. I'm fascinated with that. Well, there's so many guys. What, what are your guys? Rashard. Rashawn Gary is, yeah. is a guy, as we talked about earlier, that, that that's looking for money. Uh, I mean, Yeah, but he's a guy that's I mean, like, Jay Dillon's going to be looking for money at some point. Yeah, those well, guys are just I waiting was, for the, I was really, the mothership. I was really impressed, uh, you know, when, when – when, um, uh, Mina Kimes yeah. was talking about the running back situation. She's the best best tandem in the in the league. Yeah. And and AJ Dillon, as she as she was evaluating all these metrics, was the best short yardage goal line running back in the National Football League. And and so you don't see the stats, right? Right. But I don't know what metrics she has or whatever, but I when I heard that I'm like, well that makes sense. You know, because I mean if you if you have that type with Aaron Jones, I mean, if you have that type of tandem, you, you know, you better have guys that are, you know, working it up front. And I, I don't want to waste not only protecting probably the best quarterback in the league, um, if not one of the best. I, well, he, he is. Cause he is. Back-to-back MVP. Back-to-back MVP. Back -to -back MVP. I mean, no arguments? Okay, I know. great. Continue. Well, then, well I, I know. It, Where's but, Rutledge? He, Where's but Rutledge he doesn't right get the now? ring. He doesn't <laughs> get the ring. So it's hard for me to say that. Does that make sense? I understand that, right? I mean, he hasn't had the ring in 11 years now, and that seems crazy yeah. given what we've seen Tom Brady do. But the, these are the reasons. he got the MVP. Great. Yeah. But well, we're all sick of NFC North titles and MVPs, Derek. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. I want to see a Super Bowl. Matt LaFleur is a good enough coach. But we are to a point now, and this is my frustration at wide receiver, is that you need to be in win now mode. 
You got to be because the window with Aaron Rodgers for a guy that was so, uh, you know, reflective this past offseason about do I want to play or don't I want to play? Pulling a little Farvey here, like the window's short. Okay. And they didn't make a splash in free agency at wide receiver when they get rid of the best in the league. Okay. More reason to go back to my one theory sure. about trading Gary, getting a big time but, wide receiver, and, and, and. But how are you filling his spot? I mean, what do you mean? You just drafted two werewolves. You want Quay Walker? I I, I get he's going to be good, yeah. but again, it's what, the same thing with Christian me, Watson. No, no. You can't expect did, him to be great Gary, in year what one. Did, what did Gary do to make you think he's he he hasn't done anything? You miss Rutledge right now because he, he'd agree with you. He yeah, hasn't showed you. up. We haven't seen him. <laughs> we have seen him. No, but he's not, he's not. He's, he's not. He's not. He was ranked the third pass rusher. In, well, in, how many sacks did he have? Like ten? That's lame. Double digits? That's not enough. He needs to be much. He needs to crush the run. He needs to dominate. He hasn't dominated yet. Anybody would say he has not dominated. I agree he with that. He has not fulfilled his potential. I agree with that. And you move him because we are so desperate on the offensive side. We're sitting it now. I, I was bullish on on the wide receivers after listening to you guys. Now having Bakhtiari, you need to create options. Of course. You need, go trade him for a left tackle. I agree, but I don't think Rashawn's the answer, no, Tarek. He, He's, what, you can't trade him? Well, I'm not saying you, you don't get rid because who fills his spot, right? Dude, like, just, the defense is finally in a spot. But the defense is finally in a spot where they can anchor this team. Him. You're not going to get enough for him. And, by the way, to you your can't, point, You Tark, can't get a left tackle? He's on a rookie deal. No, I, you can't get enough for him. And, by the way, it's worth nothing. I think this guy, I mean, like, like a lot of guys, especially pass rushers, they know where their contract is always, and they know what they need. Yeah. And then they turn and so, in. And, I mean, and somebody's ears, not going to pay it. The ears get pinned back, and they go get sacks, and they hunt, and they play know, against the like, Dude, come they, on. I mean, the whole Green you, Bay you, nostalgia. You I, heard the, I heard the House interview. Cards. I mean, yeah, you're gonna go. You're going to pay him $70 million, $100 million? And and what are you going to get for that? Nothing in year two and three. You're going to get you're going to get it this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, then let them go after that. That's great. Got the most out of it. I know exactly. We, we but but the problem is that we're we don't have a left tackle. We don't have a, a number one receiver, and we want to find one. You don't you don't know if we don't have a left no, tackle. No, but no, but that's, I'm, that's a mystery I, well, right well, now. Stop. Yeah, it's a big question. I'm just Mark. listening to what you guys were saying, and my conclusion is Uh-oh. I'm worried about Bakhtiari coming back. <laughs> ever. Two, we don't have a number one. And those two things sure. can be solved. Uh, not well, that's two. Been one, one, deal the one, whole time. one of the two could be solved with Gary. We you, don't have a number one wide receiver. That's a, that's a, a, we yeah. could get a number one for Gary. Number one wide receiver you could get on for a rookie Gary. deal. I don't think you're getting a number. Like, what give me a name. Rookie, give me a name. Deal in the first. Because I don't, I don't, I don't think you're getting. Who like, are you getting? Well, like, I'm not. Gonna, Tyree Kill got traded. Devontae Adams got traded. I think you're you're going to get a guy. You're going to get a guy that's going to be I, able to make I think a huge to your difference point. in this deal. I think to your point. Yeah, but why would you pay the him? The most then? you would get Rashawn no, for is maybe Darren Waller, right? A tight end that's that's allegedly been on the block. That's no, maybe no. a best case scenario. It's not a rookie deal. It'd but be again, for the Packers. because then that, that team has to pay them. His value goes down on the trade block. You might as well use well, the, all the utilize. Anyway, I get the, the big the, bo- the black deal. box of the salary cap. I can't figure out. You know what I mean? So I don't know Nobody how much money we got. Yeah. yeah, I know it, it's, it's, it's a moving target. David Bakhtiari. So David Bakhtiari is a mystery. So is the cap space because yeah. nobody knows how the hell that works. No, right? all <laughs> of a sudden, like with the, we, it was doomsday last year. Oh, we can't sign everybody. Well, I get, I get it. We let Devonte go, but we didn't, we don't know as as fans. We don't know what the cap implications are, but. I don't know. Here, that's my solution to figure out 
what you, no number one, yeah. no left tackle. I don't know. Uh, awesome, awesome conversation anyway. so far here from Gilda's Club in Middleton. This is a special edition of Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. It looks like Tarek needs a refill, so we're going to get a break. We'll continue yeah. the Packers conversation. I also want to get to some name image likeness before we wrap up uh, as well. Here on Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, we'll continue it next right here on ESPN Madison. This weekend on ESPN Radio, you're Don Alvarez and the AL West leading Houston Astros welcome the Chicago White Sox. Coverage begins Saturday at 3.30 Eastern and Sunday at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. When I was a young boy living in the city, all I did was run, 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 run. Staring at the lights, they look so pretty. Mama said, son, 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 son. You're gonna grow up, you're gonna get old. All that glitter don't turn to gold. But until then, just have your fun. Rolling on on a special edition of Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. We're live from Gilda's Club in Middleton. The 2022 Backyard Barbecue happening right now. People starting to file in. The band playing nice and loud. As Gilda's Club, uh, for the first time since 2019, uh, back this year for the Backyard Barbecue. Now, Gilda's Club Madison is dedicated to ensuring that all people impacted by cancer are empowered by knowledge, strengthened by action, and sustained by community. They work toward the mission by providing free emotional support, cancer education, and hope to children and adults living with any kind of cancer and those who care for them so that no one faces cancer alone. You can learn more how to get involved with Gilda's Club at gildasclubmadison.org. That's gildasclubmadison.org. I'm Alex Strofe, hanging out live from Gilda's Club alongside former Badger and New York Giant Derek Angler. You notice how Tark just dumps his headset in the dirt? Yeah, it's just on the ground. I don't know what it's doing down there. It's staying out of the wind, at least. Yeah, I guess the good. audio quality is a little bit better, but Tarek Salary joins us now as uh, we continue whatever the heck our conversation has been around the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I, I think Tarek Salah is just very disappointed, I think is a good word. Dad dad disappointed no, in Sean Gary. That, yeah, but that's not the, the – I hope not the takeaway from this. I, I, I'm excited about this defense. Kudakunst did a great I, job in the draft. I'm, I'm really excited to see what number 12 does with whatever receiving core is out there because that then the onus is on really on him right and so, I'm, side I'm note really, i'm really excited side to note that. does he have a new girlfriend rogers yeah yes are you aware of what her name is i i, I just for our audience sake I, I don't even want to try and make an attempt at it but please tell us uh she goes by blue of earth blu of earth yep um she i don't remember exactly what she calls magic mushrooms Yep. But those are her medicine of choice. Um, she lives a very holistic lifestyle. And to be real honest with you, Tarek, makes perfect sense for Aaron Rodgers. You know, no question. No question. But if, if Aaron was a stock with that new relationship, oh, where, where would Here that go, down. Derek? Where, would, would there be some volatility I, in that? I would be uh, buying the VIX and, and shorten the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Quote me on that. <laughs> uh, you are aware you're on the radio, right? Yeah. Okay. Might have forgot about that for a second. Anyway, uh, so let's go back to this offense because I think there's still some question marks, and we'll get into NIL next. But, um, you know, back to the receivers specifically. Sammy Watkins, 
What are the expectations for him this year? Tarek, I'll start with you because I want to ask about Christian Watson next because I want to compare the two a little bit. Sammy Watkins, higher ceiling, I think, but where are you at? You know what? I, I just – I'm I'm going to remain positive there. I think he – where was he at Buffalo last? Where was uh, he? God, Baltimore. Baltimore last year, yeah. Yeah, I, I just – I think I've seen some – some some moments in his career that where he was pretty good, so slicing and dicing. I mean, but does he still have it? I worry about. I, I've always worried about with him the prima donna factor, which you you have that with the divas at that position. But you know, you got if you're gonna be a diva, you better play like one. And when I say play like one, get your beer, man. You better get your beer. Oh, this is fine. It's blowing up. Mine is more than half full, always. So it's just real hoppy. Hair. It's a little heavy. That's how I keep my gas tank always more than half full. <laughs> That's exactly. So my, my point being is that I, I think I, you know, and I don't, I, I don't know for sure, but just looking at his career and and, and reading some of the articles on him, and you know, it, it just, I don't know how tough he is. You know, and, and Aaron's going to expect him to be tough. Yeah, yeah. And the, he's going to demand him and, and I don't know I don't know if Sammy Watkins can handle that maybe he can if it, if it means success for him you know I, I think with with the low risk there everything everything's fine it's it's all frosting exactly how you just put that right the low risk high reward moves and that's what we've given Brian Gutekun so much credit for the last calendar year right we look at shots he's taken that haven't worked right I mean there's been a few defensively but there's been several that have worked low risk high reward yeah. Low risk, high Look, reward, specifically Rasul Douglas and Devondre Campbell yeah. last year. I give him, you know, a B plus over or A minus over his career. Good accounts. Yeah. I think the only mistake he made was Jordan well, we Love. We all know that. I'll, I'll tell was, you one that's, more. That's, he drafted a punter in the fifth round, J.K. Scott. Let's not forget about that. It's a fifth round pick. No, I get it. Okay, no. that's not. When was that? This matter. year? Uh, 2018. Sorry. It would have no, been the, no, the, yeah, a couple right. years. It would have been you, the Jair year. Everybody gets mulligans. Uh, Fifth round picks specifically, but yeah. that's high for a punter. I mean, yeah. Just, well, that I there. just think what he did with the two first round picks this year was really well. He's good. going back to the, the the offensive lineman that he picked in the low rounds. Right. Well, good. I will say specifically about those Georgia guys. Right. Like he's going back to the well. He went Eric Stokes in the first round last year. Went there twice again this year, and they historically had one of the best co collegiate defenses we've ever seen. So, so my deal is this. All right, let's put the silver lining and, and the bow on the glass half full guy. Well, no, yeah, you exactly. just said it out loud. Yeah, exactly. I'll keep it right there. Um, I would say this: you have one of the more up and coming coaches, and in, in, in the in the National Football League, you have the best quarterback in the National Football League. You have a defense that was really good last year and is going to be better this year if everybody stays healthy. There is no question. Potentially a top five defense. You have that mix, and never mind Aaron Jones and Corey Dillon. Now AJ again, Dillon. Corey okay, Dillon's Corey, been retired a while excuse there, Derek. Me, AJ Dillon. That was, you know, <laughs> that was a solidism. Uh, thanks, sorry. Thanks uh, for making me look good, Derek. Yep, yep you got it. Um, no, but but <laughs> I, I, you look at that, and, and, and even if we can find somebody, and we can't, you can't replace 69 from a pass protection deal, but if you get a run blocker up there, I don't know. Well, I, that's Yoshi, but who's going to play right tackle is this question. We'll, we'll find It's something. wide open with no Billy Turner. It's wide open. Um, you know, I know. There's, there's, there, uh, so when, there's, when, when's Eldon ready? Uh, Mid-season as well, it sounds okay, like. Okay, we'll, so. we'll, pat, we'll patchwork it. Yeah, it, I mean, no, hopefully D-Box ready. Is it Eldon or Elton? Uh, with a T, Elton. 
We'll Alton, call him I called him Alton. Uh, this Alton. is this is Metro Kia's <laughs> Thursday mispronunciations live from Gilda, Cl Gilda's Club. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to put a roster. You know they have the pronunciation yeah. guides in front of us. I'm gonna have to be yeah. from now on. All right, good to know. Oh, good to and, know. Then, and then we're gonna really murder it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna butcher it even oh, worse. Gosh. I feel. I, I fear that would be a worse idea. <laughs> Probably. All right. Last thing of the Packers, we'll take a break. We'll do some uh, name, image, likeness, and Badger stuff as we wrap up live from Gilda's Club. I, I need a record prediction. And just a reminder, uh, it's not the good old days like it was when you guys were playing. 17 games now. Packers, wow. Packers record this year. Still a weak division. But like I said earlier, I'm sick of NFC North titles. I'm so damn yeah, but, sick of them. But they, they have the Cowboys. They have New England. Right? It's a tougher schedule. Yeah. It's a tougher schedule. Wow. So, Tark, I'm going to start with you. Out of 17 games, how many wins do the Packers get? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 12 and five. Okay. Shoot, that's exactly what. Uh, um, it's like you guys are buddies or something. You don't. I don't. Do they win the division? Yes. With that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, actually, they win the division at 10 and seven. I think. I'm going oh on the God. premise that everybody stays healthy on defense, and defense. I mean, they really. I mean, defense is everything. When you have a quarterback. In the end, they're going to be 13 and four. They'll carry them to the Super Bowl. I guarantee it. Whether they win the Super Bowl or not, I don't know. Because do we have enough playmakers? I, I, I just can't say that with that receiving core. And that, you know. You but just, hey, Derek, going but go back to your run game. Yeah. And your defense. Yeah. Yeah. Those two things, I think, really give you an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Amen. I, I, I truly believe that, I, and I and I believe in Matt Lafleur. I, I really do. do. I, I you know I do. I, I yeah, think he's got I agree. I so you you put the you know you got some good ingredients right there. Um, so I I'm very I'm very hopeful. I, I think maybe this is a question down the line because we don't have the time for it tonight. But like, what are the rankings of a championship team? Is it defense first? Is it quarterback first? Is it head coach first? Right? I mean, how do you rank the championship ingredients? What's the most important ingredient to a well, championship what, team? One, one because thing, the Packers have a lot of what we would value high. One huge variable. Well, first of all, quarterback. Right. Bingo. That's number one. Number two is culture. And then that's num good. Number three is defense. What? Well, I would argue say that. I would argue. Where does the culture fall in? I would. I would say the anomaly is when a Super Bowl champion, a world champion, has no defense, and there's been very few. You can go through there the list. Few. Very few. Most of them you look or at. Or limited defense. Had a hell of a defense. Most. Of, I mean, I can I name. I can name ten are, in the, the last cult, fifteen. The Colts are probably the one. I don't know. Colts if there's another Peyton, one. Peyton Manning, a limited defense. They weren't. They, 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 were, they had a defense. They had, yeah, they had Freeney. Who was the, the defensive world. back? Bob. Um, Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders. Dwight Freeney, and then they had uh, the other defensive back. Yeah, they had dudes, but they weren't like the number one defense. No, right. And, and they were throwing the ball more, and more importantly, they weren't the number one rushing team either. They were relying right. all on passing. Usually, you have a good run game. Yeah, to I mean, compliment your, you know, we your defense. Yeah, I mean, it, it's defense. I mean, I you know, I'm by it. I mean, I got beat by. In a Super Bowl by a defense, the Ravens right. 2000 defense. I mean, Trent Dilfer was their quarterback, and the, and Brandon Stokely. Yep. Come on, yeah, yeah, that so, was a rough roster. So you can win championships with defense, okay. and then you have a quarterback. Oh, by the way, you have a backfield, and you have a pretty good offensive line. Even if 69 is not out there, that's one of the better offensive lines in the league. For the record, I did say we could maybe do this another day, but it looks like we're doing this now. Did it? Did Aaron Donald? <laughs> did Aaron Donald win that Super Bowl last? I, I don't know that he won it, but he but played a huge he was role. He the MVP, right? 
Uh, no, Stafford was, I think. I know. That's lame, though. No, I agree. That guy, that guy well, he made the play at the end. Tar- he did everything. You've got defensive bias, bro. I give it to Aaron. I give it to AD all day long. I would too. He's, he's, he just is he great. the best defensive player Since in the LT. last twenty years? Since, Since LT. LT. Yeah, but he's no the last question. twenty. Over Strahan? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Last twenty. Because he's so d- I agree. D- he's unbelievable. I'm so glad he didn't he, retire. He, he he's very nimble. He or you know, he can move in different slots. I different think you positions. could use about fourteen different adjectives to describe yeah, him. Yeah, there's just successfully. a lot of yeah. yeah. He's just off the charts. He's yeah. Since LT. Since LT? All right. Fair enough. All right. We'll wrap it up next. It's Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, live from Gilda's Club. And on social, on Wisconsin Sports. Serving Wisconsin sports fans. This is 100.5 ESPN. I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. Take me to the place I love. Wrap it up, a special edition of Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. Tarek Sala playing with himself. Wait, no, hold on a minute. Let's rephrase that. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> playing with his own cord? We're jumping rope with the cord here. Trying you guys are to, so like, weird. in the way. <laughs> Tarek, I, I love you, dude, but you might be a 14-year-old in a grown man's I'm just, body. Hey, listen, I worked hard all day. i got to come here and have fun. Cheers to that, my friend. But uh, I wanted to wrap up. Tarek Sala, Derek Angler, Malik Shrove hanging out with you live from Gilda's Club in Middleton for the annual Backyard Barbecue, the first one in person since 2019, raising money to fight cancer. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Awesome event that they do each year through Gilda's Club. You can find more at Gilda's Club Madison. Everybody you know, family, friends, they've all been touched by cancer. I'm sitting next to Tark, myself, our own parents, uh, you know, uh, his father, my mother. You know, everybody is touched by cancer in some way, shape, or form. And and to be out here again after three years and raising money, I mean, it's great. I love this. I guess this is goosebumps about this because it hits home, as Derek said. But... You know, that positive attitude that Gilda's brings to families, yeah. they, 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 they provide a place for families to stay and, you know, patients. I, what that does makes a huge difference. So when, when, you, when you have a friend or someone who has cancer, the positive attitude, the prayers, whatever that is, the mojo that you're, you're, you're giving off and, 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 you know, organizations like Gilda's Club, that mindset makes a huge difference in that family and, and, beauti- and, and, and that in that patient. And a beautiful facility and backyard it's like this. It's gorgeous here. It you takes get, money to run this. You're you know. giving somebody a chance to beat the disease. Yep, and and, and, and it, it takes uh, you know it, it takes donations, and that that's what this is about. You know, and it doesn't matter how much you give; it really doesn't. But if everybody gives. It, yeah. You know, it, well, it, it goes accumulate, a long way. It accumulates to a lot. Well, I tell you, we're right next to Costco. So when you're making your ride to Costco, <laughs> yeah, you, right. you, you, you could take a left-hand turn into Gillis Club and, and take a checkbook out and write a nice check. It doesn't matter how big or small. It could Just be 20, 50, 100 bucks. Whatever that matter. donation is, whatever you could afford, give that donation, and you'll make it an unbelievable impact yeah. on, on a lot of people's lives. Again, gildasclubmadison.org is the website. Appreciate you guys being so candid and awesome there. I mean, that's 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 great. And 
Um, it really is. It, it's an awesome event, awesome organization. So, again, guildersclubmadison.org is the website to learn more. Uh, guys, I want to wrap up on a little name image likeness talk because it's so unique. We're about to celebrate a year of that. and um, Are we celebrating? Exactly. That's about what I was to get to. So I host a, I host a weekly show with uh, the athletic director prior to Barry Alvarez, Pat Richter, every week. And we talk every week about name image likeness. We recorded this morning for Saturday's show. And again, it came up. Um, it is really confusing. I think it's beneficial. But th- there's so many question marks still a year in now that, that we don't know the answer to. Now, I want to ask you guys about the most recent move in terms of Wisconsin athletics, and that would be the Varsity Collective that launched. I'm confused by it, frankly. I think it's, I think it's a good idea, but I'm a little confused about what it does. So share with us. What, what, what do you know about the structure of it? Do you know anything about it? I know the website. I know that a business or an athlete or a, uh, a one-time supporter can sign up, and it puts you in touch with athletes, or your monetary donation is spread equally among every athlete within the University of Wisconsin. That's my understanding. If I'm wrong, let me know. No, well, I'm learning, Derek. We're learning together. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, it's a work in progress, and I hate to say that. But well, all really, of NIL is, right? Yeah, uh, but it just specifically to the, you know, the collective, the University of Wisconsin collective uh, fund, I, I, you know, I, you know, they, I do know this. I do know that they want to uh, keep a grassroots yeah. type approach. Good intentions, there. by all means. Yeah, yeah, because we are not Tennessee. We're not going to pay $8 million to a quarterback. We're not Alabama. We're not LSU. Yeah, but they, they've all been doing this. This is just now that this is just kind of even the playing field against the Alabama, sure. to be honest with you, um, where, you know, kids are going to have to decipher where I get more money there, but I really kind of, I feel like I fit in better there, and I, I get I get some stuff there, And but, you know, they're going to, the, their coaching staff, their culture, the education, let's not forget about the education, for God's sakes. It, Ivy League of the Midwest. You know, it's, 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 it's all better for me. I'm going to make me a better person, and that's what I guarantee the athletic department, Paul Christ, his staff, are going to sell. I mean, that's well, what we're hanging on to that, and this is to go further up the ladder. And sure. the bigger, this is an abdication, if I can use that word, of the NCAA. They totally, they totally washed their hands. They have checked out. They're out the deal. Mark Emmert made all the money. He is retired. And he's a he's ashamed. What another thing is is and, and Tark, you know this. Uh, I think part of the st- strategy is to approach uh, in, in a way that a an Ivy League, a Stanford, or Notre Dame have done with their alumni, with corporate relationships. You know, uh, and and being involved with the student athletes, knowing that they have connections and contacts. If 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 sports does not work out, yeah. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying that doesn't happen in the SEC, uh, but I would say that, you know, the Ivy League, Notre Dame, Stanford's, the Wisconsin's, the Michigan's, I yeah. mean, I, I, think I, they, <laughs> I, think, I think they do a better job. Let's put it that way. I think our, our culture and our identity, to Derek's point, is at a level we're trying to maintain that, and, and that's really important to our athletic department and to our coaches. I had a, a little bit with NCAA, but right. to, to be in this position right now is is really troublesome. Uh, from you know, because any you have a market, you know, and it creates 
a huge value, and the, the money's just going to go up and up and up and up. And and can our collective keep up with the demand is is scary. But in the meantime, we're not going to compromise the integrity of our program right, right. and try and try and stay in line with the identity. So let, let's end on this, guys, because we're on a low light. Um, overall good, overall bad, overall neutral. Nil about a year in. Tarek. Thumbs up, thumbs down, or thumb in the middle right now? It's in the middle. We're surviving, and we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. But I'm just worried about how that market develops. I'm totally with you. Yeah, I think in 12 to 18 months, it ends up in Capitol Hill, and Congress is going to get their noses in it. And I say, I say, the Big Ten, Big 12, and certain schools jump in a another league. So, you, that's another. And here's another can of worms that I, I shouldn't open, but I, I just want to quickly give me a one-word response. Ten years is the NCAA still around? No, no way. Uh, it's nah. done. You I think ten years now. is too much? No, I, I think the NCAA serves Olympic sports, or or maybe they read. Oh, re, re, well, not, not, not men's basketball. Done. Football's done. It's it's that basketball yeah, is done. It's down in two to three. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a heck of a way to end the show. Let me ask you a question. Though. Yeah, hit me. Here's my question to you: At what point does the the affinity for college sports? Get diluted to, to the point that you're like, mm, I just because you now you're, you you create if you have free agency and you have all these dollars which we essentially have like, with the transfer portal. Right? Our our affinity for the sport is is the fact that we went to school there, and you have the pro sports, and then all of a sudden it becomes the same. I think it's the same reason why like the USFL never makes it because it's not the same. But we have 100 200 years of college branding. Nope. That brings us to be able to, like, we'll pay it, man. We'll pay it. We'll keep paying. But at what point does that get diluted into? It's, it's, it's a already, question. It's already, yeah, it's already yeah. starting. And, and, that I, we, we don't. and I think when there's not an even playing field, I think Congress gets involved. I really do. I'll tell you what Pat Ricker yeah, always tells get, me. How does Congress get involved? On, they will. If they're that's, a, that's the best question ever, Tark. They're, they they're always not, do. They're not W-2. They're 1099. <laughs> But the, I agree with I agree the fact that it, the 1099 is a ruse for. Well, now we're talking financials. Okay. I don't understand. No, I'll be but, very but frank. They, but, they're, but they're saying that the, you're getting paid for your name, image, and likeness. You're really not. You're getting paid in a, in a free market. That's correct. So it's the, the IRS is not going to accept it, or there's going to be, or the government won't. I mean, they'll accept the, the the 1099 money, but it's not. You're not getting paid for selling. You know, soda. We, you get we, paid because you, you could play. You know what I mean? That it's a. We don't want Alabama to have you. Right. No, we we could uh, we could do this all day, but we uh, we went way past seven o'clock, which well, means so uh, we're having too much fun. No, we are. We are, and we could talk nil all day, every day, because it's fascinating to me. And Pat Richter and I talk about it every week. He he thinks state it's state level is when it's going to get uh, to, to laws and, and everything and every individual state, which is what it seems to be happening in a few sta- states. But we will, uh, we will end that there. Among, live among other Club. political topics. Great. Yeah, there we go. Love it. Gilda's oh, Club, Madison. Let's just talk about it. No, let's not. Gilda's right. Club, Madison. You break it up. Website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to join the NBA Finals pregame live in progress up next. This has been a special edition of Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. For Tarek Sala, for Derek Engler, I'm Alex Stroh. Thanks, Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight.